Welcome to HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It. My name is Mike Chisholm. I am the host of this project, and I am very excited as to where things are at right now. Uh, he Changed It has launched. It's in beta. And uh, if uh, you want any information about the actual company of He Changed It, what it is that we're doing, uh, go to hechangedit.com, sign up to be a part of the beta. Uh, very excited to be trying to move... Um, results when it comes to men's mental health. And that's part of this. It's the, it's the, the goal of the company and it's what this podcast represents. I'm very grateful to be here. Uh, today I am joined uh, by a very cool guy um, that uh, I just appreciate very, very much. He and I have hit it off right from the, anytime that I've spent time with, with Duffy, I have um, always really enjoyed it and uh, just felt kindred to him. Like me, married to uh, an extremely powerful or uh, is with a very extremely powerful woman and um, who, uh, I don't know about you, but I always say that, uh, um, that uh, I sure sold myself in a way to be able to, to, to get the girl that I got. I think mm -hmm. you probably feel the same way. Uh, Duffy Baker, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm very grateful that you invited me. It's just very exciting. Yeah, you really appreciate what it is that he changed it uh, is 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 wanting to do. What oh. what is it off the hop that 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 made you so enthusiastic to come on in here and uh, be willing to be vulnerable? Uh, to be a voice for other people to for them to hear like the that someone has gone through something like you know deep or hard and can get to the other side without um, you know losing everything or or feeling less of a person or of a man right right you know uh, and safe to say you have gone through some of that stuff a couple of things here and there <laughs> along the way things. Yeah. and we're gonna get to that mm -hmm. um right now uh entrepreneur you yes. own a construction company correct yes. residential construction yes that's and what you're and commercial on. yeah you do commercial yeah. as well yeah. um and uh, uh your girl helps you with that as well you do it with her in tandem yes and, yeah um but you haven't always done that have you when, when did you start construction when, when, when was that uh, kind of invited into your life? Uh, probably around 17 years old. Okay. Uh, before the end of my high school days, I summertime job. Uh, a local in the town I was living asked for some help and brought me on board and, yeah. and uh, kind of just sparked a, a passion for building. And he was very, very intelligent when it came to building. So I got to learn a lot of different tricks from him along the way and mm -hmm. got to work on some pretty cool things. And that kind of just kickstarted my career. Cool. Yeah. Now to get where you're at now, where you're on your, your own company and, and, and uh, are doing some cool things with that. Was it a straight line or did you make some curves to get to where you are now? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I worked for a lot of other companies yeah. throughout my time and um, cherished and, and I'm very grateful for for the employment that all these companies gave me and and, and I took a lot away from all of them mm -hmm. uh, what values I want to put into my company what values I didn't want to see in my company and uh, yeah I just kind of definitely snaked my way in and out of in and out of different companies before I started my own yeah was uh kind of a stroke of luck more than anything that I actually started just because the company that I was with, uh, unfortunately went under Okay, and, uh, we were working on a resort and the owner approached me and said, well, I still need it done. So I'll just pay you and you know, we'll start, you can start your own thing. Sure. So 
kind of kickstarted that and i worked with him for like two years after that and yep. then just reputation kind of started growing word of mouth and you know we live in a small enough area that uh yeah the word spread pretty quick and now we're we're at where we are you're doing your thing yeah, yeah. um but it wasn't always construction. You did some stand-up for a while. I did, yeah. I love stand-up, yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as as many of our, our viewers know. I, I'm a big, big fan of that. Um, there ain't nothing like sitting in front of a bunch of people in a silent room when you don't want them to be silent. That yeah. uh, kind of, it's it's a special kind of humbling, isn't it? It's a super <laughs> special feeling and definitely humbling and, and uh, <laughs> makes you feel a lot of things, actually. Uh, not just humble, but petrified and, <laughs> and scared and uh, yeah it's it was a good good time yeah but, uh i'm glad i don't do it as like i used to do yeah the itch has yeah. been scratched i feel like it has yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely um yeah well it's 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 super cool i i love that uh you know we've got a not just an entrepreneur but because uh, a lot of our viewers are, are are entrepreneurs a lot of a lot of uh business owners out there that, uh, which can be a very lonely mountain to be on sometimes. Uh, but you're also, you've been in construction. Um, you spent a lot of time with the stereotypical man. Oh yeah. With the man's man, the yeah. blue collar man, uh, that, that, um, but at the end of the day, um, uh, you also have learned the skill of being vulnerable. Yes. Now yes. lessons that made you vulnerable. Um, you know, you, you, you can use vulnerability as a tool. You do use it as a tool, uh, many times. Um, when do you think that first started for you? Was there a specific lesson in your past that, uh, you were able to, um, reckon with or, 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 or rectify because of vulnerability? What was the first one that, that did that for you? Um, that's a that's a pretty tough question to mm -hmm. answer. Um, like even when it comes to like construction or or just like in general, anything when, when anything really. I mean, at the end of the day, I think about when I'm uh, if, if if you know my job site's an office place, right? Yeah. But I, I think that um, I use vulnerability when I'm dealing with clients potentially, yeah. when I'm dealing with other mm -hmm. coworkers. Um, uh, but at the end of the day the reason that I can be vulnerable is because I've gone through some stuff in my life where yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, it's, it's, it's a skill that you kind of pick up along the way, not, not dissimilar to, um, you know, a skill that you might pick up on a job site, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. that sort of a thing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a tool that you can use, but not one that I think that a lot of guys just run to. No, definitely. I think they shy away from it completely. And Why do you I, think that is? Why do we shy well, away from it? Well, I think it's the, that we don't want to be perceived as weak or or that we can't handle something um and once you shed that feeling and and you can allow yourself to be vulnerable that's that's when you know the real growth starts to happen in yourself and and like you said you can start to really use that as a tool mm -hmm. um i definitely relate to it when it comes to speaking with clients um you know uh, allowing them to to share their emotions and 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 not get it defensive, but hear their concerns and, and hear you know their side of it, mm -hmm. uh, and be vulnerable and be, uh, and allowed to take blame for anything that did happen or even beyond clients to relationships to children to any of those things. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's bigger than myself. It's there's obviously something else going on outside of that and and uh you know being vulnerable allows me to actually hear it and see and feel those things 
that makes sense. Being vulnerable gives you that. Uh, one of the themes that's come up uh, in a few of the casts has been awareness. Yeah. And that vulnerability is a kind of a gateway to awareness as to yeah. what's going on. Um, for me personally, I know that uh, that V word, that vulnerability um, came, has come to me in, in, in different times in my life, many times after going through something really difficult. And uh, we talk about how it wasn't a straight line for you necessarily to get from where you started to having your own company, that sort of thing. Same with life in general. You've gone through, um, you've gone through struggle. Yep. And yeah. uh, um, for me, the struggle that I've gone through has led vulnerability has been um, one of the uh, the ways that uh, rectification or success of getting past that um, that pain or those 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 painful like moments have light. been. Yeah, guiding yeah. light. That's probably yeah. a good word for it. Yeah. Um, you've gone through some stuff. Yeah. what's what's, uh what do you think um what's the highest mountain for you what's been what's been the mountain that uh might have been the hardest to climb but once you got to the top and you're over over it um you're the most grateful for what do you think uh is there one there's a laundry list of that sort of stuff yes um what's the first one that comes to your mind probably um the childhood trauma that i incurred when i was a child like Mm-hmm. an infant so being able to look back on it now and reflect and understand um you know the the sexual abuse that happened um and forgiving myself because it wasn't you know me it, yep. it was the the lifestyle or the the place i was the environment that you yeah, were exactly. yeah you so, had nothing to do with so that. looking back on that sort of thing and accepting it it's not who I am. It's just part of my story. And, and you know, it, mm-hmm. that has probably been one of the biggest things to to kind of get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to get to know myself more now than ever, right? Mm-hmm. To, to kind of shed that layer and, and be more open about it and not hide it or bottle it or be ashamed of it or feel those feelings anymore. Um, shame is a, is, is, is one of those feelings that even sometimes the word makes people just kind of want to kind of go the other (laughs) way when they think about shame. Shame is not something that you, um, would associate with even, I, I, I wouldn't anyway. I know a lot of people out there wouldn't necessarily associate shame, um, with healing, um, and, 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 and being ashamed of things, um, can really be a stumbling block towards healing. Um, and that's where the vulnerability comes in, I would yeah. think. So, so, so you had some trauma that started early on, not your fault, product of your environment. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, you don't just become 10, 11, 12 years old and go, oh, okay, well that happened to oh, me. Yeah, that's no. not my fault. Okay. I'm going to deal with that now and go through the rest of my life. Yeah, no. That, that trauma could actually daisy chain or, or mm-hmm. domino mm-hmm. into other things yeah, too. Would it, you say that that's happened? That happened to you? hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, led into, uh, you know, anger issues. Okay. Um, as, as early as what age? Well, probably right at... Instantly. We, we, instantly. Yeah, yeah, you had it in elementary yeah. school. You had it and in... I was just an angry kid. Yeah. Um, happy too. Yeah. Right? Very, very happy. But it just didn't take much to 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 set me off, so... Was that defense, do you think? Like, do you think it was some sort I of reptilian-minded was... defense where you could, just... Could have just been, like, not being able to actually voice myself properly or or you know i had a a single mom with four kids and it's not like each individual child could have all the attention so so 
maybe it was just my way of trying to give attention, but it didn't, I wasn't heard enough or I wasn't allowed to, not allowed, but I wasn't given the tools to be able to speak what was inside me and my emotions that way. So, right. So uh, share what was going on. Okay. And what happened uh, in the teenage years then? So you're just you're, dark, darkness yeah. and, and, and drinking and, and, and a lot of uh, smoking weed and, yep. you know, that whole lifestyle kind of just. In an unhealthy way though. So, oh, so, completely. so the, 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 yeah. the drinking and the everything, it went, it went too far in it was that just, regard. Yeah, it, it was, was overboard all the time. Yep. Yeah. I'd be, you know, drinking all day long. I'd drink on the weekends, you know, after school, at school. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, it just, it was that snowball that just started really rolling at the, it, and it rolled right away. So. Wow. Yeah. When did you know that, um, did, did you have an aha moment or an awakening or a rock bottom that caused you to uh, examine your life in a different way? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Did yeah. you have multiple rock bottoms yeah. or well, was, not, there, was not, there one in particular not, that you. Not multiple. I had one rock bottom. I'm sober now. I've been sober for just over 22 months. So, yep. yeah, I uh, and that that was my rock bottom that 2018 October. Okay. So you've rolled along, rolled along, rolled along, got through yeah. each moment, uh, ups and downs, of course. Yeah, I mean, lots of ups and downs. The and, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But 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 in 2018, yeah, that you was, decided to make a change. Yeah, I I did make the change. Yeah, you I, did make yeah, the change. Yeah, yeah. This guy changed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, yeah. and that's and that's again, that's what the whole that's exactly what this, what this whole thing is, is all about, yeah. right? Is is um, and getting the awareness to change sometimes, or getting having that aha moment where it's that decision gets made. Um, sometimes can be very difficult for guys. You know, did you yeah. know, do you think before then, like, was it in the back of your mind that, yeah, this is, this isn't at some point, everything's going to stop and no. something's going to happen. Or was it, was no. it literally an aha moment at that point? It was, a. it's like I went through a wave. Uh, it's really hard to explain. Like okay. I, I was driving and it honestly felt like, I went through something and when I went through it, I honestly was like, I'm done. Like, that's it. Wow. All this shit is done. I'm, I'm done with this, done with this lifestyle. I'm done running. I'm done hiding. I'm done lying. I'm just, I've got no more to give to that lifestyle. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was powerful. Were you sick and tired? Were you uh, like, were you emotional about it? Like, what oh, kind I, of bawled, a... I bawled my eyes out for like okay, four so, hours. So you let go of some yeah. shit. You oh, yeah. released everything. Yeah. And that was that four hours of just driving. And then it was, you know, six months of pain and torture and, and, and trying to save a marriage, save mm-hmm. a business and save, you know, friends and save uh, family like so wow. it was a lot and I'm fortunate for my family and and my wife uh, for sticking around and the people that are in my business still for understanding and being supportive and 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 also there uh, because yeah it could have went the other way completely so wow um, very grateful there's a a lot of a lot to unpack in in what you said, and it sounds like there was a lot of contributing factors um, that led to 
um, that 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 moment, that crescendo where you mm. where you said, okay, it's it, it's done. Um, and and those things, I think, to somebody who might be searching, um, could be could be daunting yeah. when people think about that. Like, because um, everyone I've talked to, it seems that when they've uh, when they've made a change, they were ready to make the change. Even if they didn't necessarily know they were ready to make the change, they they, they became ready to make that change because of circumstances forced it, whatever that might be. Yeah. Um, is it that daunting or how do you unpack all of these things? You know, you've got uh, anger and abuse and you talk about, you know, uh, friendships, business, a marriage, all of these things that you're trying to save all at once. Yeah. It almost feels like, like, Okay, you got to yeah. eat an elephant. <laughs> like it yeah. just just yeah. doesn't. It seems really really tough to do. Um, did you get empowerment from just even knowing? Like, what gave you the energy? What gave you the uh, strength to do to to make all those changes and to save those things? Was there a, I, a, a, a tools you equipped yourself with? Books you read? Was there? I I did it for me. Okay, I, I did it because I deserve it, and yeah. I. I, I know that w with any type of healing, in order to heal uh, your community or your business, or any, it starts with yourself. And I that's just uh, what I know and how I needed to do it. And it, it didn't matter what was around me, that it was a business, a family, your friends, you know, love it was all the ones. same blueprint. All, it, it didn't matter. <laughs> the first and foremost was that I needed to correct myself so that everything else around me was then corrected too. Okay. Because I was the link that was missing in all of it. Okay. So, so uh, the old adage of you can't love somebody unless you love yourself. In this case here, you can't fix things until yeah. you fix yourself first. Yeah. And that clarity of knowing that you needed to fix things was mm -hmm. the perspective needed to, and it applied to all the situations. Every single thing has gotten so much better in my life ever since I started fixing myself. Yeah. It's, wow. it's incredible. What are some examples of ways you fixed yourself other than, you know, okay, you stopped drinking. Yeah. I stopped drinking. Stopped, and, yeah. Um, I, I have learned coping mechanisms. I have learned uh, awareness. I've learned, uh, you know, being present in the moment. And I practice those. Try I try to practice them daily. Um, How, okay. So, so uh, one of those things you said, coping me mechanisms, you said being present, you try and practice them daily. Is there a, um, a tangible thing that you can talk about that, like, what is one of those daily things that you do? Well, I'm, I meditate now. Okay. So I, I focus on my breath. So that's a, You're a construction, own a construction company man. and you meditate. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> I wake up super early in the morning, go for a bike ride and I find a rock cliff to sit on and I be grateful. I practice gratitude and, and I count my breaths and I, I focus on that. It helps me, uh, become present and, and uh, aware. I feel the air. I, you know, I, I hear the sounds around me. I, I take practice of of my roots uh, of being a Anishinaabe, a, an Aboriginal, you know, Wasoxing First Nation is my band. Oh, and you got some First Nation there. Yes, yeah. So, um, you know, that I've I've started rooting back into my culture. So some of those kind of things have, have helped me with my my practice and and just being more present. 
I don't think that uh, I, I think that that's probably going to come as a surprise to the viewers, especially who are course, watching the, yeah. <laughs> the video portion of this. Um, they wouldn't necessarily see that no, when they when they no. when they first see you. So that's a fascinating thing. So so you've always known that that was part of your oh yeah your DNA. I, uh, yeah, my dad lives on Wisconsin First Nation. My you know I'm, I'm from there. I yep. went to school there. I grew up there. Um, yeah, it's part of my heritage, and, and that's probably part of the. All the messed up things in my life is identity. People look at me and they don't see an Aboriginal. No. Yet I feel like I am. But then my own culture doesn't view me as that either, right? Out here, oh, man. out here, I'll be viewed as just a, another white person, and you know, you you don't understand the pain is what I get. And wow, so so there's some uh, well, there you know, uh, potential uh, genetic stuff that's there but the cultural stuff that's there mm -hmm. uh, you're kind of a man between two worlds in in that regard um you know there's there's so much talk these days about privilege and all these yep. sorts of things and and i'm sure you get lumped into that boat uh, business owner you know yep. uh, you, you you ran for some local politics that's yep. the thing you want to get involved you're a leader you're yep. that guy mm -hmm. um i think many people would kind of look at you and automatically lump you in some <laughs> of these things i have been viewed that way yeah but you grew up um as a man as a, as a boy in between two worlds in that regard correct yeah yeah wow mm -hmm. um you said you've de you've uh delved a little bit more into your culture yes. since since uh, yeah what, what are some ways that you've done that uh well i try to get back Obviously not this year, but uh, I go back and help volunteer. We, you know, we do gatherings and powwows and ceremonies. And so those sort of things are something that, you know, I've been trying to get back to so I can, you know, be a part of the band, be a part of the community, let them know that I'm there to help because that's the biggest thing is community and, and being present for them. Um, I also am practicing with healing medicines my father passed down all his medicines to me uh, a couple years ago so really he understood the path that i'm trying to take and and was just giving me this little bit of uh strength as well to to you know have something to do and and be able to help others as well with with their healing too so man um so he's supporting you on this on this uh this journey that you're on yeah yeah is there static <laughs> there's well, tension it's, as it's well not, it's not a static it's the you know when i opened up because i shared everything that happened to me to my family and uh, they didn't even know so it was pretty heavy yep and my dad took it in a way that wasn't really you know okay. because he's dealt with it too but never opened up to it so he he had it happen to him, but maybe oh, hasn't dealt with it. Never. The way that and there's and there's a, a and it's a it's a a revolving door. Or, uh, you know, it's a constant there, uh, and not just there, but uh, it's a broken society. Wow. So, yeah. Um, if there was if there was one thing that uh, that you have seen that might be uh, misunderstood when people talk about First Nations from your viewpoint. Because, I mean, obviously, when you talk about First Nations, well, okay, but there's mm -hmm. <laughs> there's many, many, many other examples of yeah. what that looks like as yeah. well. So people have different perspectives based on what they've seen. But if, if from your standpoint, if there was one thing that was misunderstood um, by people who aren't uh, seeing First Nations day to day, do you know, what would that be? Oh, they're funny. They're funny. funny. Some funny people. Yeah. Uh, I probably don't <laughs> laugh as hard uh, until I go back 
home and and see some of my friends and relatives and I'll, I'll laugh harder there than I'll laugh anywhere else. Just the the humor that they they have, yeah, it, it's something else, man. It's really so funny. Just they're so fast, they're so quick. So it's wit. Oh, it's, it's, it's wit. just and you gotta and it's you, dry. You gotta be strong. So because <laughs> you poke fun at each other and yeah, and, but it's it's all in love, right? And, right. Um, that and yeah, they're just they're kind. They're they're keepers of this earth like we all should be right they, they want to take care of our world yeah and uh i think that goes for every first nations and, you know a lot of cultures outside of being a first nation a lot of people believe in that sort of thing too right um and they're open they're they're super open to anyone as well like they they just want to accept everyone like it's a beautiful culture Oh, that's awesome. Um, when things were dark for you, how dark did they get? Did you have a low point? And what, what did that look like to you? What was the, um, cause I think there's a lot of guys out there in, in, who, who have pain and they can't really even identify the pain. They're just in a cloud. Was it like that for you? Were you in a cloud for a while? And, and yeah, I think I was in my own little world. Yep. Yeah. Um, just suffering by myself and, and maybe not thinking anyone could understand you know what i what i went through and being super confused why do you think that we time? don't why, why do you think that we like we have people all around us at all times we deal yeah. with people all the time we there's nothing new under the sun we've all heard of people who have gone through uh, a horrible divorce or gone through substance issues or gone through abuse or or maybe was an abuser themselves something like that we've we've all heard of this mm-hmm. I wonder why it is that we as men sometimes think that we must be the only person that are going through this level of pain when it's so obvious that we're not. Yeah, I think I think it's just the way we're we were raised and conditioned and and everything like our gener it's generational. It's taught to just you know, man basically up. man up. You know, don't talk about those feelings or else you'll be perceived as you know, weak or, or you won't be understood or I don't want you to, you know, be that way, you know, toughen up a bit here. Um, So, well, you know, it's funny. I I don't want to speak for, for he, and I say this all the time. I'm, I'm not, uh, I never speak for, he changed it when, when we're doing this, I'm speaking for me and, and, and whatnot. So I I would never want to speak for what um, Candy and her team are, are, are doing with building. He changed it. But uh, one of the things that I have perceived that they want to do is they want to change the definition of the phrase man up. Yeah. Because what you've done, what you did in 2018 and forward and whatever led up to you making that decision mm-hmm. and releasing that stuff and, 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 and uh, turning a different direction in life yeah. to me, that is manning up. Yeah. And, and if, and wouldn't it be cool if um, that's what that, when people thought about that phrase manning up, that that was the, you know, taking responsibility for things and then going, okay, I'm going to make a change Mm -hmm. as opposed to just, you know, (laughs) pushing it under the rug. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know, you know, toughen up. Yeah. You know, deal with it. Just, just, um, even the word, the phrase deal with it, uh, has a different connotation because I, I think that masculinity has been taught deal with it means just take it in with inside and 
and hold it, hold, yeah, hold on, on to it, yeah, yeah, until it pops. Yeah, yeah, well, and right? that's what happens, that's right? Exactly, exactly. I so. mean, gosh, uh, you talk about um, how uh, you know the number one, one of the number one killers, uh, you know, for men is is heart disease and and heart attacks and all that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, what goes along with that that yeah. causes is stress, stress, yeah, and and you know, holding all that sort of stuff in, yeah, not taking care of your body, like. Those are big things. And your mind is your body. Like it is a part of you. It isn't, it isn't its own entity. It is, you are one being inside you and your mind is that like your mind has to function just like everything else Mm -hmm. and and learning how to use it properly and and have those, um, you know, vents and, and being able to do that only helps your mind to, to function better. Right. Uh, habits. Habits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that seems to be a, a reoccurring theme with you. You've yeah. got you've got these habits that yeah. you didn't have before. Yeah. Um, was that difficult? Was that difficult when you made the choice to 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 to, uh, to change your life? Uh, now you meditate mm-hmm. every day. You're, you're doing you know, you practice gratefulness every day. Was creating those habits difficult? Uh, well, yeah, of course. Right. Getting up super early. You love your bed. And you what time do you get up? Five thirty. Five thirty. You're part of the five five thirty club. Yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah. So you know, at first, and some days I still get the. Yeah, do I really want to do this? <laughs> but I get up anyways, and I, you know, even when I'm biking, I'm like, do I? I'll only bike around the corner, and then in my head, I'll be like, I don't think so. I'm biking to my goal today, like I said I was. So, you know, I just it, it's eliminating the one voice that always tells you that's you're that's good that's good that's good enough that's good enough okay to to listening to the voice that told you that goal that you actually wanted to set and then striving for that one instead because that's when you start to feel good right that's when you really start to feel good because you know that you're actually that's what you wanted to do yeah right you're not listening to something being like eh, it's hard now i think that's something that um well, the procrastinators out there will definitely be able to identify with what I'm what I'm about to say. But I think that that's one of the things where it's a it's a trick that we have for ourselves. Whether it's that voice, whether it's just um, you know broken subconscious pathways, whatever that is, is when we, uh, you know, we almost think, oh, complacency is easier. But really, at the end of the day, it's not. So much harder. All it it, it is. Yeah. Stuff just piles up when you're complacent yeah. like that, right? It's actually. It's actually much, much, much easier and better just to get shit done all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I just uh, I, I think that that's a faulty logic in many of our minds is that that we just, oh, you know, it's we're so overwhelmed. So we're not going to do anything. But at the end of the day, even just doing one thing that needed to be done puts you that much closer to. Yeah. And even and, and not putting so much stress on yourself that everything has to be done either. Right. Like, you, right. you know, set a goal for one thing and achieve that. Yeah. Right? Don't stack yourself. And then because you'll now feel defeated and you'll feel like you just didn't do anything, even if you hit two goals or a goal, right? Yep. Like, so it's, it's how you do it too, I, I think is, is a big part in, you know, making sure that you're staying ahead and, and, and growing and being better as a person. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Um, now that's not to say that once you make the decision and you do start moving forward and you do start, uh, getting better habits that those downtimes still don't show up. They are there. Oh yeah. There are, there's ups and downs <laughs> to everything. 
I look at COVID right now and I, and I think about where, um, uh, a lot of business owners are at. I'm one, you're one. Mm-hmm. Um, the environment around us is changing significantly. A lot of uncertainty that's there. Yeah. Um, and, and you talk about staying present. Um, how would Duffy of two years ago handled COVID versus how would how Duffy is is handling it right now? Oh, completely different. Yeah. I would have been probably angry. I probably would have been who knows, I would have been calling people out for not wearing masks or wearing masks. You yeah. know, it could have went either way for me. It, yeah. I don't know what how I would have been. Yeah. Like, it really makes makes me think now, like, actually trying to reflect on that. I, I probably would have been, yeah, just this is a conspiracy or this is some sort of setup. Oh, you might have gone down yeah, that path I mean, a little bit. Eh? Gone down that way. Who knows, right? Yep. Yeah. So. And from a business perspective, I know that there's a lot of business owners out there who are who who are who are are hurting. Yes. Um, even financially, maybe not even as much, but the uncertainty is crippling for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about being present. Um, for me personally, being present certainly helps when it comes to uncertainty of of the future and things like that, because it kind of grounds me into that into that one moment. Is that something that you identify with as well? As yeah, I, as yeah, I, I, pra- that? I practice that wholeheartedly. I. Uh, when you try to predict the future, like you, you can't. So you're you're putting yourself in an unnecessary stress or a position of, of feeling anxiety or, or something like that. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm the exact same way. I try to I stay present. I don't know wh- what's going to happen once I walk out this door. Right, right. Uh, I'm here now with you, and, yeah. and I'm grateful for this. Yes. Um, so. I I try not to to go into the future um, for that reason because I, it's a waste of energy almost right mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going to happen so and easier said than done for some people oh completely um, but but I I I as you say that that rings true for me um, you know we've gone through stuff this last year you know we've had a, a family member who was a very 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 small. Mm-hmm. Family member under two years old who was critically ill, yeah, and uh, and and uh, going through what we went through, that is something that um really helped me as well when the winds start to blow. That idea of just taking it all back, not thinking about what's happening two or three months or two yeah. or three weeks, even two or three weeks, even two or three days down the line. Sometimes yeah. let's just focus on right now. Just right now, let's get through this day if we can. Mm-hmm. Let's get through this. We can't even go through the day. Let's get through this hour or this yeah. moment yeah. even. Yeah, and uh, and and be the best we that we can be for that moment and really that's all we can do when you string that together you're being your best a lot of the time all, all the time yeah right all the time if you if you break it down that way and you break it down to to the moment instead of to the hour to to the day mm-hmm. um if you break it down to the moment to the minute to the second you are then you are being the greatest version of yourself because that's all it is we're here right now yeah in this moment and yeah it's it's very tough to get to, and it's very tough to be in when situations come up. Uh, you know, having kids, and and when you think that you know everything's going all right, and a teenager's hormonal, and just all of a sudden throws a curveball in your face, and you're, you know, you everything have, can change pretty quick. Uh, yeah, and and <laughs> exactly, you have to be ready for it, and and take a take a second and realize that it's not about you know you and. It's, you know, just be in the moment again. And, but those are the tough ones. Those are the tougher times when, when you get stuff 
put in your life and situations put there, uh, your practice, the more you practice, the more uh, or the better it can get for you. But uh, even in difficult situations, but you have to keep practicing. Yes. And I think it's not even like you get it. You just, you will only continue to practice. Mm hmm. Uh, and, and I think that that is a, a huge key, um, the resilience of that. Do other humans out there help you um, keep your eye on the ball to continue practicing? Do you have people out there who are, you know, you stop with substances. There are some people when they stop with substances, they get a sponsor. They get people who are like-minded in their life who are going through the same thing or can kind of help them. Do you have anybody that's that's kind of helped you uh, stay rooted and uh, grounded? My wife has basically done it all. Um, <laughs> yeah. I lost uh, a lot of friends basically ever since I met her and got sober. So, uh, doing it with her it is basically all it is in books and those sort of things. But other than that, yeah, it hasn't been too many. There, there have been people. I can't say that there hasn't. Yep. But um, uh, not on like a daily or like I, I didn't have a sponsor. I didn't have any of those things. I value the program. Sure. Um, it is a great program. Yep. Uh, I'm beyond that. The like in mental, I'm beyond that. I want health. I want my body to be healthy. Well, we're going that's, full circle now because it all yeah. comes back to yeah to you. That's where yeah, it exactly. that's where it starts, and that's yeah. who's continuing it. Um, as we kind of close up, I, I I know that as we continue this venture and this project, I mean, and you're such a a cheerleader for for he and everything that we're doing. I know this isn't going to be our first time sitting down and doing this, and I know great, we've great. just kind of we've kind of just scratched the surface when it comes mm -hmm. to things. But it's a fantastic intro. Um, for 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 guys who might be in that cloud uh, right now, if, as is as we close up, um, there are guys out there who might be struggling with these things, and maybe they haven't come to that realization moment and the idea of, you know, crying for two or three hours to let it all out or the, the idea of, of losing friendships. You talk about, mm -hmm. you know, that they, they, Oh, I don't want to quit doing this because it's going to cause these relationships to go away. And they might be right. You yeah. know, that might be yeah. a, a valid fear. Yeah. Um, what would you have to say to those guys who are in that uncertainty right now? Oh, uh, what's there to lose? Like besides people that, you know, they could be enablers. They could be other people that need help too. They, you know, mm -hmm. you don't know what other people go through, but um, I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. Um, genuinely, I'm I'm happier. I'm in a great place, and I didn't think I would get to this. Being on the other side, I thought that that was the life that was chosen for me. But I get to choose wow. what I want. Uh, and so even when you made that decision, you didn't think that you'd be as happy as you are now. No, and I'm only Holy getting shit. happier. Like I'm, <laughs> wow. I'm only getting happier every day. Like it's it, it's a great feeling, and um, I don't miss a single thing. I don't like I I cherish the moments. Because every single moment that I went through in my life up to this point has made me who I am now. Wow. Um, I'm excited that uh, as the network within the app of He Changed It is growing, 
um, there are going to be guys like you who are a part of that network because at the end of the day, we want with, with, he changed it. The goal is always that we can, uh, take something and that we can leave something. Yeah. Um, and, and what you're leaving right now, I, I know is a ton of food for a ton of thought for a ton of guys. Um, and that we can have uh, a piece of technology immer- that where we can immerse ourselves in that and give each other strength. That is a huge thing. Your words you just said gave a lot of strength. Um, because in the last eight, you know, we're going through COVID since you made this decision. It's not like, um, down stuff hasn't happened, but yet you're still happier than you've ever been. That's, that's tremendous. That's a tremendous testimony that you have just, uh, uh, just given. And I can't wait to talk more about this stuff with you. Um, I can't wait, uh, to, yeah, to see what he brings and all the, all the cool things as our lives intersect more. And, um, and, uh, it's just really cool that you were able to take some time and, and, and. Um, share your perspective with us. Thank you so much, Duffy, for taking, um, for being vulnerable and being able to say these things. And uh, it does get better. Of course. Thank you very much for having me. No problem at all. It's been awesome. Uh, This is another episode of HeCast, the official He Changed It podcast. Once again, hechangedit.com. The beta is going and uh, we're very excited about uh, the direction and the solutions that are... um, moving forward and the very cool people that we get to hang out with as we move this venture forward for HeCast, I'm Mike Chisholm. Thank you very much.